Hi, this is Carrie Mitchum. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond with your host, Stephen Brittingham. Enjoy the show. Hi, this is Stephen. Welcome to Season 3 of Hollywood and Beyond. It all begins with actress Michelle Stafford, who is here to reflect on her years on The Young and the Restless as Phyllis Summers Newman sharing stories from her early years as an actress, including her audition for Phyllis. A look back at the legacy and the man, co-creator and former head writer of The Young and the Restless, Bill Bell, and heartfelt memories of former co-stars Jeannie Cooper and Christoph St. John. So nice to have you listening today. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Send host Stephen Brittingham your comments and questions to Hollywood and Beyond Show at gmail.com. That is Hollywood and Beyond Show at gmail.com. Stephen looks forward to hearing from you soon. Selected clips and music appear courtesy of The Young and the Restless and Bell Phillip television productions i like where we're at me too thank you for what for being you for being so amazing for trusting me like you do believing in me I'm never going to betray you. I'm not going to let you down. Hi, friends and listeners. This is your host, Stephen Brittingham. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond Podcast, your home for meaningful interviews. Thank you for listening. There are so many reasons why The Young and the Restless remains cherished by viewers. One example is the beautiful sets and creative wardrobe. Another is the tight direction and solid camera presentation. Then there is co-creators William J. Bell and wife Lee Philip Bell, who together developed a unique vision for the show. Bill Bell's master storytelling remains both the spirit and the foundation of Y&R to this very day. Perhaps, though, it is the characters, many who have become iconic characters, that millions of viewers enjoy the most. These characters are brought vividly to life by the talented folks who portray them. Today, the lady behind Phyllis Summers Newman is my special guest, the enormously talented and stunning Michelle Stafford. It all began back in 1994 
and after nearly 16 years in Genoa City, Michelle departed and eventually landed on General Hospital. Last year, she returned once again to Y&R, where she continues to provide viewers with entertaining scenes with her highly impressive acting. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond, Michelle Stafford. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure and honor. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Well, I am on top of the world by having you on the show today. Let me put it that way. Oh, I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you really for having me. It's lovely. Well, I am really looking forward to learning more about your artistic journey and, and about some of those earlier days on The Young and the Restless in particular. But I thought we could start things off by going back to earlier this year when the pandemic really started to impact all of our lives and daily life. And Hollywood basically started to turn the lights off, so to speak, Michelle, as you know. How did you deal with this situation personally when Y&R had to shut down production? You know, we, we shut down and I got to hang out with my kids all day. And, and that was really, it was, it was really lovely. I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed staying at home with my kids. I didn't, you know, um, uh, you know, enjoy the, the circumstance in the world, but, um, I, you know, stayed home with my kids and, and it was, it was really a nice time to be honest. Well, thank you for sharing that Michelle. And, yeah. It is it is so nice to have the show back in production and and to to, to have new episodes once again. I just wanted to ask you um as far as all these new policies I'm sure that are uh, put in place at the studio is that making your days longer on the set? Does does it create new challenges for you when you uh, arrive uh, to the set to work? Um it I don't know if it makes it longer. I'm actually not sure. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I, it's a pretty well-oiled machine at this point. Um, and, um, you know, there's a protocol and we follow it and, you know, it's a, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty well-oiled machine. You know, we've been doing it, I think eight weeks now, two months. And, um, you know, uh, Hopefully we can be uh, closer soon. You know, I noticed that other shows, on other shows, they're closer. I wish we could be like that. You know, we could stand closer. But uh, apparently we have a different deal in place with, um, you know, whomever. I don't know who. I see. Well, I have noticed the last few episodes, Michelle, there's more and more background uh, folks appearing. Oh, on screen. Good, really? Oh, yeah, just great. bit by bit. Uh, for example, um, you know, at the coffee shop, I actually saw like one of the characters who is an employee or somebody else. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we're starting yeah, to see a few but... more people. It's just a step by step process. Yes, it is. It's a step by step process, that's for sure. Well, I'll tell you what, enough of the pandemic. I'm right with you on that. But I, <laughs> right? I just thought I'd get your feelings and thoughts on that. So thank you so much. Well, here is a question I cannot wait to ask you. Tell me. Because I think so highly of you as an actress. Oh, thank you. 
I, I love the choices you make in your scenes, and you're always so enjoyable. Well, thank you. Uh, enjoy every episode that you're on. I can't even think of one bad scene that you've ever been in, and I think that is just quite an accomplishment. But I'm wondering, Michelle, if we go back to last year, last summer, I believe, so you're, you're leaving General Hospital and about to return to The Young and the Restless. I'm wondering, does that create a whole new set of challenges? Even though you know the characters so well and many of the co-stars, you've been away for six years. Uh, what was that process like rediscovering Phyllis once again? Um, well, the, the character had changed a bit. So I was playing uh, a new version, which was really awesome. I love that. You know, that was challenging. Well, not cha- it wasn't challenging. It was just fun, you know, because um, the character had gone through so many different things. Like, I, when I was on, I didn't have um, so much discord with Victor Newman, and, and she does. And I love that, you know, because I love working with Eric. And I wish that they would play more of the animosity between the two characters. Eric both, he and I wishes they would. I, I mean... I really love working with them. And, um, uh, yeah, there, there are some new things that I just think are, are really fun aspects to the character. Um, you know, so, so it was just, it was fun. It was fun. You know, I did my research and, um, you know, and I just jumped in and, and I was honored to do it. Did you watch a lot of past episodes? I'm assi- assuming that you probably did. I watched, I, I actually just watched back six months because I, okay. that's all I could get uh, from, from the time I started, right? Six months prior. That's all I could get. But I read, I read um, the synopsis uh, of the last five years that I hadn't been on. I read everything that had happened. Well, welcome back. I know it's a year later, but I'll tell you, time just flies, doesn't it? It seems like it you does, just got back. Does, right? I know, it does fly. But I, I was realizing it's been over a year, and I was like, my goodness, isn't that something else? Well, Michelle, I tell you what, you're like fine wine. I I think you look more beautiful these days than even years ago, and, and you're as sharp That's as sweet. ever, and you're just doing an outstanding That's job. That's so sweet. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I really do. Michelle, I'm very curious. Where are you from? And how did this journey of becoming an actress even begin for you? Um, I'm from Los Angeles. And, um, you know, I, 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 I wasn't that interested in acting, to be honest with you. Um, my sister was the actress. And, um, Okay. And I got into modeling right out of high school. And um, so I wasn't really interested. And then when I stopped modeling, because I really, it wasn't that much fun for me. Um, I came back to Los Angeles and um, I, uh, you know, my sister wasn't acting anymore. Right. And so I thought, you know, let me see. I'll give this a try because I had done plays in high school and really loved it. But, um, so that, that's kind of where it started. Then I went to acting class and kind of all continued on from there. 
Well, I'm glad you decided to become an actress. Uh, so I really know. appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> and Michelle, I learned something very interesting about you that I was not aware of. Tell me. And I, as far as I know, you had done a couple of uh, plays with Charles Durning as the director. Yeah. And I just wanted to be sure to ask, you know, first of all, do you really enjoy doing theater? And what was it like to have him as a director? Well, I love doing theater. I mean, and that's why I really love daytime because it's as close to theater as you can get. Because really, um, you, you feel like, you, you know, you're, you're on a tightrope a little bit in daytime. You know, really, there's just, you have only have one take. It's all the dialogue is challenging, so you feel a little bit like you're walking on a tightrope, and that's how theater feels. And I, I like feeling like that. And um, uh, uh, I, I, I love the the live audience. I love um, what you get back from the audience. You really can feel them as a group. I love that. Um, but yes, um, working with Charlie was amazing. Uh, one of the actors in and our. Um, you know, theater group, she was the stepdaughter of Charles Durning. And so we lost our direct, we put on this play, Savage in Limbo, which is a John Patrick Shanley play. And um, uh, we put it together ourselves uh, with our own money and raised the funds and everything. And, and then we lost our director in the middle. I can't remember what happened. We lost her, though. And then uh, Anita asked Charlie to step in and finish directing it. And he did. <laughs> so that's how, um, that's how we, we got Charlie and, and, and it was, it was an honor, you know, it was an honor. And, you know, he's a very, he wasn't a very like verbose guy, you know, he's just like, uh, don't cry in that moment. You're too shrill. But he did say one thing to me, which I will always remember. He said, cause I was doing my whole, you know, everybody in that particular monologue, everybody uh, monologue in that particular play, everybody, every character has a very poignant monologue, right? Every character. Yes. And um, during my monologue, I'm sitting there and I'm crying and I'm doing the whole deal. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm so good. I'm, I'm such a good actor right now. I'm crying. Ooh. And, you know, like actors will do. <laughs> and and um, afterward, he said, "You know, you you're too short, you're too much. It's too much." And he said, "Make the audience feel it, not yourself." And I and that was a really amazing amazing note, which is very universal. Make the audience feel it, not yourself. And um that very poignant wow. note that I carry with me all the time because it's for them. Well, well, if you don't mind, I think I'm going to borrow it and, and keep it for myself too. That's, that's wonderful perspective. I can't borrow it. You can have it. Well, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. And I always enjoyed watching him on television or on the big screen over the years very much. He's tremendous. Well, Michelle, I thought I would ask you, is there a story or anything uh, extra interesting about your audition for Phyllis on the oh, Island yeah. of Restless? I, I went in, I auditioned. I didn't, it was a really tough time in my life. I, I just wasn't getting work. And um, I started a flower 
company, you know, a flower arranging company with a friend of mine because I thought, Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought, um, I, maybe I can't do this. Maybe I have to start doing something else because it just got to me, you know, like it's tough not to work for anyone as we all know during this time. Right. Yes. And, um, so anyway, I started this flower arranging company and the reason I add that is because of, so, so anyway, I get this audition while we're at a job for this luncheon and all it says is, you know, uh, interview of Young and the Restless recurring character. And it just gives me sophisticated, as a character description, sophisticated and a bitch. And I was like, all right. So I see. Anyway, I didn't know the show, but I knew the character Danny was Michael Damien. And I knew that he, his character was with a really pretty blonde girl. <laughs> this was me at the time, right? <laughs> a really pretty blonde girl. And I thought, oh, I think that they're like like the chosen couple on the show. And the only reason he would leave her is if um, he was seduced. He was really seduced. So there I you go. that. So I came in with like, a red dress and really played it like that. And Bill Bell um, was in the room the whole time he was clicking his pen, you know, his ballpoint pen, clicking, clicking during the entire uh, audition. And usually when someone's like looking through papers or clicking during an audition, uh, it's been bad. You know, it's been like, I've lost them. They're not interested. They're done. So he kept on clicking his pen and I kept on doing the audition. And all I was doing was dying inside. (laughs) Um, Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah, that clicking pen. uh, That's not a good sign, is it? (laughs) Yeah, right. He's not interested. He's over it. That's all I could think. And then. I left and um, uh, got into the elevator and just started crying, bawling my eyes out. I was just done. I was like, I'm done. So then, you know, we didn't have cell phones at the time. I had a pager. And I think I went to go get, I don't know, I went down the street. There were still pay phones, by the way. And (laughs) Hey, um, I remember. Right. And my, my agent paged me like, gosh, 10 minutes later, 10, 15 minutes later, mm. paged me. I called him and he said, okay, you've got the job. And I was like, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> so he was intrigued with you. That's what was going well, that's on. What Laura Lee, that's what Laura Lee says, you know, cause I've told the story mm-hmm. before I said, oh, he was like, oh, this girl's boring me. He goes, no, he was like excited. He was thinking of all the things he could write. She goes, that's what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is it true that your character was supposed to be short-term in, in the beginning? Yes. She was supposed okay. to come and run over um, Cricket and Paul and ruin their relationship because ma- she made Paul impotent and um, ruin the relationship. And then Danny and Cricket would continue on together. And so, but... You know, Bill Bell really loved his villains. He loved his villains. Mm-hmm. And, he did, um, yes. Yeah. And he really wrote extraordinary villains. And so it was, and I love the aspect of her not appearing, not appearing bad. And as time has gone on, that's kind of left the character because everybody kind of knows she's bad, you know, and it changes through time. 
But I really loved that aspect of the character that she had all this stuff going on that people didn't know about. It was very interesting. At one yeah. point, I actually thought, oh, no, this character might be put in a corner. You know, in other words, it looks like she's not going to be able to hang around too much longer. But look what happened. You sure did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wrote it in such a way where you ended up uh, feeling bad for Phyllis or rooting for Phyllis. And, um, you know, it was a really, it was a nice um effort on both our parts, you know, Bill, uh, meaning not, not meaning, um, like on my part, but I mean, meaning like, uh, it was a nice teamwork, uh, that we had with that character, even though we never talked about it. He watched all the time. And what would be just your, you know, when you think back on Bill Bell, uh, I mean, what comes to mind? when you think of this master storyteller, because that's how I think of him. Genius. A genius. Yeah, just genius. He, I mean, everybody knows he was a genius. A genius. And I, I see other shows unravel their stories and, and the, the same way he did. He just knew how to tell a story. He knew when to abort a story. He knew, uh, uh, you know, he just knew how to intrigue people. Um, he liked to explore storylines, didn't he, Michelle? Yeah. And and have a big ending whenever possible. Yeah, there was always a big ending. Like, you knew there was a payoff. Like, you'd watch knowing there was a payoff. He wasn't politically correct, although, I mean, it, meaning, meaning, like, he wasn't worried about being, like, political in any way, right? And And therefore, his stories really spoke to people politically, you know, and he was just a genius. Like we all know he was a genius. Like he was. And you're so spot on, Michelle. If I can just briefly mention, when you mention villains, when you think of Adrian Hunter, Clint Radisson, David Kimball, Sheila Carter, and so on and so forth. You are spot on. The man knew how to create villains that had big schemes and big dreams and were very dangerous. Yeah, I, I just don't think we don't have that in daytime anymore. I mean, I am completely 100% willing to to be that. Um but sometimes I find myself not being that, <laughs> you know, I'm like, Oh, I, you know, I would rather, I'm okay being hated. I'm okay being it. I mean, cause it's not me. It's a character, but it's just fun to play. And you know, Michelle, think about it. Phyllis has worked at Chabot, but also Newman enterprises among other places. I mean, the character has mm-hmm. been involved at the top companies or uh, businesses uh, over the years. Right, right. Well, Michelle, I would love to ask you about a few co-stars, if you don't mind. I do Uh, not mind, no. Well, thank you. And um, I have to tell you, boy, uh, Peter Bergman, I could just say so many wonderful things about him, but let me just say this. I love his sense of fun and his energy and enthusiasm, but... Boy, that man can bring emotional depth when it is called for. I mean, I, those scenes just are so riveting. And you two have such wonderful chemistry. What has it been like working with Peter over the years? 
Oh, I mean, yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. He does have so much depth. He has so much depth as a, uh, depth as a human being. Um, you know, he, uh, seems like a classy guy. He's very classy guy. Yeah. 100%. Very classy. And, um, what has our relationship been like over the years? Oh my goodness. It's been, it's been, um, ever changing <laughs> Peter and I. I have so much respect for him. You know, I've always had just a tremendous amount of respect for him. You know, when you work with someone uh, so closely all of the time, right? Yes. Um, it, it, uh, it, it's just you, you become great friends. It just is. That's so you nice. You know, you just become great friends. Well, I have to tell you, I have a soft spot for you, too. I, I just think back to those earlier years together with the characters and it was a fun time. I just wanted to mention that to you. Oh yeah, no, it was a great time. A great time. Well, you are the perfect person to ask. Um, I don't know if you've ever been asked this before, but obviously you have been involved with scenes between Eric and Peter, right? Um, especially during the years when the feud was really uh, going full s- uh, steam ahead. What is it like to be involved in scenes where those two are going at it? It seems like it's its own universe. Oh, I mean, they're both pros. They both have been doing this a while, complete professionals. And, um, you know, it's just it's great to be in, in the presence of greatness, you know? Yes. It just, uh, and that, and that's what, that's the deal, you know, when you're, when you're with them. <laughs> you know, it's fascinating rivalry, isn't it? And in fact, yeah. the only one that I can compare it to would be between J.R. Ewing and Cliff Barnes, as far as longevity and intensity. Right, right. Yeah, it's a good comparison. It's a good comparison, for sure. <laughs> That's kind of the way I look at it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, yeah, that, I mean, there's... Well, thank you, what, thank you. Uh, what, what a fantastic character they are doing. I mean, oh, good God. What a, what a great thing. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, one of the best. One of the best and most complex multi- yeah. multi-dimensional characters primetime television ever had. Well, of course, I'm going to ask you about um, another gentleman who is just an outstanding actor. Uh, he's very laid back in, in his presentation and style, which is Joshua Morrow. But once again, Michelle, I just have to tell you, the thing I like about him is that he can, he can turn that uh, emotional key on, and he has delivered oh. so many wonderful moments that, that just stand out in my mind. And what is, I'm sure you two have had quite the adventure over the years. Yeah, I mean, he's the loveliest. He, he's, all of these guys are incredible. And, and Josh is a, such a good actor, such a pro, such a pro. And, um, you know, the really fun thing with him is, uh, you know, you can kind of throw him a curveball in the scene, and 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 it makes it like he likes it. Like I can always count on him mm-hmm. if I if I do something like more spontaneous that he's going to go with it. Um, you know, he's a very good friend. Uh, I mean, so is Peter. They're very good friends to me. They're lovely, lovely people, 
and um, I'm really I'm lucky to have them in my life, both of them. Well, you know, Michelle, I remember around 2009 or 10. I, that's my best guess. When Nick was involved with Phyllis, and yet Sharon was re-entering the picture, right? Mm-hmm. But Joshua, the way it was written, I, I was sitting there going, "This character is sincerely falling in love with both women." Like, oh yeah, literally. yeah, yeah. And he couldn't decide. And I remember one day there was a scene with you and him, and that's what he said. I think I'm in love with both of you. But I just have to say, I remember you just gave such a fantastic performance during that storyline. And uh, just uh, once again, you just always shine through. Thank you. That was that storyline was very um, uh, surprising to both of us. Um, I didn't expect that it was going to go that way. And, um, and it did. So it was really fun to play it because I didn't expect that these characters, these two characters would be so interesting together. And I think it was the whole aspect of, you know, him being married to the golden girl and, um, and the two of them losing the child and what really happens to a couple when, when that occurs, you know, I think the story was, it's one of my favorite stories on, on Moyne Art, you know, I, only because it was very real what happened to people when they lose a child and heartbreaking. And, yes. um, you know. And you say so much with your eyes, Michelle. I've just noticed that over the years that in many of your scenes that just, even if you're not saying anything, your eyes is saying so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I just thought I would ask you when you got to go to Paris uh, to film on location. Uh, what was that experience like in general for you? Oh, I mean, it, it was I mean, going to Paris is pretty great <laughs> all the time. Um, and I didn't work a lot. I think I worked like a couple days out of the 10 days we were there. Oh, so nice. Was, yeah, it was awesome. Um, you I had some free time then. Yeah, I did a lot of hanging out um, in Paris, it was, which was great. But, um, yeah, it was really, really fun. Is the coffee good in Paris? Because I'm curious. I'm a big-time coffee drinker. I like it black and strong. I think so. I think so. Gotcha. I'm not a huge coffee drinker. So, But, I mean, I think <laughs> it is. Everything is good in Paris. <laughs> I've never been there, but I'm going to take your word for it. It sure seems that way, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, well, you have to go. You have to. Well, maybe one day I will. I thought I would ask you um, about a lady whose impact on the show will always remain, and that is Jeannie Cooper. And uh, just any um, thing you would like to say about uh, your time spent with Jeannie? Well, Jeannie, I mean, Jeannie and I were um, understood each other. Hey, listen, the, my greatest stories about Jeannie cannot be told. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> that says everything. <laughs> Doesn't that say everything? Oh what a God. lady. I just, I mean, she was just fantastic. She was fantastic. All those mannerisms that she had. And remember the way she used to move her hands in scenes when she was talking? Of course. Sometimes? Of course. I used to, I used to, well, I wouldn't make fun of her, but I'd be in a scene and I'd be like, I'm going to do, I'm going to be Jeannie. And she'd laugh. She'd laugh. Oh my God. Hey, Michelle, do you recall when sometimes Catherine would be getting angry and they'd be in a public like area, let's say, and all of a sudden she would just stop and look to the side and then t- start talking 
quieter and calmer. <laughs> I love those yes, words. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, her book is just is amazing. I, I'm actually looking forward to reading it again. I, I really enjoyed her journey and, and have much admiration towards her and miss her so much. We all do. We all do. Well, um, Michelle, I would love to ask you about um, a gentleman who, when I first arrived to Los Angeles to pursue my own acting career and start my training, I met at a charity event, and that is Christoph St. John. And we instantly clicked. We had such a good time together that evening. We even busted some moves on the dance floor. And uh, he just burst out in laughing because he asked me at one point, he's like, Stephen, I want you to just, just do what I do. So I did every move. And when the song was over, he just laughed and laughed. And he said, Stephen, you're all right, man. And that's just kind of how it was with us. We just really clicked. And I'd see him at other charity events, and he'd give me a big hug. I just wanted to um, ha- give you an opportunity to uh, share your thoughts on on Kristoff. And I just want to say, though, Michelle, isn't it interesting that after all these years, the warmth and kindness he showed me, it's, it's still something I feel to this day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... He, I mean, you know, he was, he was incredible. It's a huge loss. It was, it was actually a huge loss to the show. I I wasn't there um, on the show when he passed and um, I didn't uh, grieve with them. Uh, um, But when I came back, I could feel um, uh, the heartbreak from the cast, I could feel it, it affected the cast and, and crew. It affected everybody there um, considerably, uh, more than I can eloquently uh, put into words. It, it still, it, it was just a huge blow to everybody. You know, when I see the classic episodes, Michelle, that were aired for a while, I have to tell you, it's just every time I saw them on screen, I just almost instantly teared up. Even if I told myself I wasn't going to, um, you know, there's those people that enter your life with a bright light and it, and it stays there even if they're gone. And um, what a what a hell of an actor, if you don't mind me saying. Uh, so, oh, yeah. so skilled, but he sure had a sense of fun. I sure wish I could have spent more time with him, but I'm always going to cherish those moments in my heart, always. Yeah. Well, that was very lovely of you. Thank you for sharing that. And um, my heart goes out to everybody who worked with him. Well, I thought we would uh, conclude. Michelle, I'll give you a chance to mention any website or social media places or whatever you wish. But I thought I would end by just asking you, now that several years have gone by and Phyllis has gone through so much, what do you think that you enjoy the most? about portraying Phyllis? Um, oh my gosh. Um, she does have a lot of layers. <laughs> um, I like that she's really damaged. That's always what I like about her, that she's really screwed up in her head. Um, she doesn't have it together. That's why it always bothers me when they write something of her saying she's confident because she's the most unconfident woman uh, around. She's not confident. It's all... 
you know, it's all bravado. And, um, I noticed that, Michelle, just so you know. Yeah. I, I picked up on that. And you know what? I feel like she's needing people to maybe, like someone to just show her some respect or that they really care about her. Yeah, I mean, and she does get that. Um, but she's just, um, you know, like very, very um, screwed up. <laughs> and I yeah. like that. It seems like she's always having to prove herself to someone. Yeah, I've noticed yeah, that. I'm and I'm yeah. thinking, now, wait a yeah. minute. This woman has accomplished a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you play her just so well. I just enjoy every episode that you're on. I, I, I'm happy that you're on it. And um, I look forward to more episodes in the future. Yeah. I have a skincare company, an actual skincare company called Skin Nation. And you can go to SkinNation.com and check it out. Wonderful. And I'd like to let folks know that Michelle has wonderful uh, Facebook Live presentations and I believe Instagram Live. I've seen several myself. And it may have to do with makeup, but I just enjoy watching you. So, um, uh, Thank you. Thank and you. I thought I would end by asking, if you don't mind, how's the family doing on your end? We're good. We're good. We're still hanging in there, you know. Well, being a mom's challenging at times, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's very, it is very challenging all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was raised by my grandmother, Michelle, and I can oh. spot a good mother a thousand miles away. And that's oh, the vibes I pick amazing. up of you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for joining me. Uh, this has been an absolute delight, and I thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me and um, and I hope anybody listening I hope it was a good time join us again for the young and the restless you can receive all the latest episodes of Hollywood and Beyond with Stephen Brittingham delivered to your favorite listening device by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts Podbean Spotify iHeartRadio, or whatever happens to be your favorite podcast listening service. Don't miss out. Tune in.